Hey guys, Joe McCall. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast in your car. Episode 20-something, maybe. Don't know. Hope you're doing well. Hey, listen, um, I'm driving in my wife's car right now, and it's a lot quieter. It's a beautiful day. It's overcast. Still beautiful. Just dropped my daughter off at preschool, and uh, she's so cute. Man, I'm telling you, I have the cutest girls in the world. Both my daughters, one is seven, one is five. They are the bomb. I love my girls. And my wife. I love three girls. But I'm telling you, my little, my daughters, wow. They're, I mean, I just am so blessed. They're awesome. They're sweet. And uh, when I talk about them, I feel like I'm going to cry. <laughs> They're so cool. I love my daughters. And my sons. My boys are pretty cool, too. But I'm super blessed. And uh, a lot of you maybe know or don't know, we have four kids. And we've adopted all four of our kids. And uh, if you just wanted to see some pictures of them, you go to my Facebook page and you'll see some pictures. In fact, um, just recently we finished building a fountain, like a waterfall in our front yard. I have a picture of all four of them playing in the waterfall. It's not like a huge waterfall. It's made for fish. But we haven't put any fish in there yet because we can't keep the kids out of it yet. So anyway, I wanted to, the point of this podcast is to talk about some simple steps to virtual wholesaling. And I hope I can get this done pretty quick. I'm going to keep this really short and sweet, and I might have to break this up into a couple parts maybe, but we'll see how it goes. I think I might go to Starbucks and get a coffee. I don't know here. All right, so step number one, market research. But keep this in mind too, by the way. Um, This is something I've borrowed from my friend Rob Swanson. And he talks a lot about this simple system scale. And whenever you're going into a new business or you're looking at growing into a new business or maybe a new market, you got to think of those three S's, simple system scale. And if it's not simple, you need to go back to the drawing board and keep it simple. So whatever you do, it's got to be simple. And once it's simple, then you need to build a system around that. Okay? And the system has to be simple. Once it's simple, once you have a system, then you can scale it. And you can only scale something that is simple and has a system around it, okay? So don't, a lot of mistake, a big mistake that a lot of investors make is they try to uh, scale something that is not simple or they don't have a real good system around it. So I'm really, really big on systems. I think it's super important that you think in things in those terms, right? So I'm going to be talking about how to get into virtual wholesaling. And what does that mean? I like the actual term automated wholesaling maybe a little better because it's about setting up a business where your deals get automatically done for you in spite of you. And it can be done. It sounds like a pipe dream, but it can be done with very little involvement on your part. Well, the first thing you got to do automatically, I mean, obviously, is do some market research. You need to pick a market, right? And so I think that you should look at maybe creating, I mean, making a list of five to ten different markets. And what are some of the things that you're looking for? Well, you're looking for 
markets that aren't too small, so you don't want little $25,000 $25, population markets. You want some bigger markets, maybe over 500000 in the whole general population area, right? You want to look for bigger markets, not too big, maybe, um, but not too small either, right? And you're also looking for lots of inventory. You're looking for lots of inventory, a lot of homes that are for sale on the market. If A lot of times if you look at a market and there, there's, the inventory is too low, it might mean that there's a lot of competition. So a market like San Diego or San Francisco or Manhattan, very low inventory, that's not going to be a good market to go into wholesaling, right? The other thing you want to look at is you want to look to see are there are a lot of cash buyers. And you have to use both of these, right? Because there are a lot of cash buyers in San Diego, but the inventory is not very low. You want to look where there's a lot of inventory and a lot of cash buyers. And who are the cash buyers that are right now buying houses? They're landlords. They're, they're, they're more landlords buying property, buying inventory right now, than the fix and flip guys. So my number one buyer that I like to wholesale all of my deals to are the landlord buyers, the buyers that are looking for rental properties, that are looking for cash flow. Okay. Um, so one of the ways you can look at inventory is you just go to Redfin or Zillow or Realtor.com and just do a search for what is the current inventory, how many houses are currently listed for sale on those markets, right? And where do you find cash buyers? Well, ListSource is a good place to go. Like, go into ListSource, just pretend like you're buying a list and find out in the last six months, last four months, whatever, how many cash buyers have bought the property in that area, in that county. Okay, and just start. You have your list of 10 markets, let's say, and then you can write down the inventory and the number of cash buyers on for each of those counties. And you might even look at it as a percentage of the population. So, some counties are obviously going to be bigger, and so the numbers might be skewed. But look at look at the numbers and look at it as a percentage. Does that make sense? Now. Once you pick your top market that you feel like you want to go into, and again, these are going to be markets in general that are going to be uh, markets where you could easily sell a rental property to an investor from California, and they can buy it and get 10, 12, 15% cash on cash on their money net. So can you do that in Phoenix or Las Vegas? I don't know. I don't think so. Could you do it in Pensacola, Florida? Maybe, but... Maybe not, right? So you want to look to some markets where there's a hot turnkey real estate market. In other words, where are the markets where there's a lot of turnkey operators, where companies are packaging deals and selling them to investors for cash flow? Those are good markets to be in. Those are personally my favorite because that's where a lot of the activity is. And there's a lot of inventory there, right? Prices are still relatively cheap and the rents are relatively high. So you can get good ROI on these properties. You can find properties there that, just being conservative, can give your investors, your buyers, 8 to 10% on their money. Okay. So now you've got your top market. Now you need to dive into the depths of that market. And you need to find out, okay, inside of this market, what are the good zip codes? Where is the demand? Where are the cash buyers buying homes in, right? When you pick a market, you don't want to do what I call spray and pray. Just send a bunch of marketing out and pray that it hits the right person. You want to be really, really targeted. And there's this serves a couple really good re purposes. Uh, 
number one, you know where the demand is. So if you get a property under contract in that areas, then you can sell it pretty quickly. The other cool thing that this does for you during this phase of your research, it tells you what, who the buyers are, and it also tells you what they're buying the properties for. It tells you what are their, um, what prices are they buying them for? You know, it's funny. I just drove by a house that had this huge satellite dish. Do people still use those things? Do you remember back in the 90s, the 80s and 90s, people would have those huge satellite dishes? I wonder, like, can you still use those? Um, I remember my friend used to have one and uh, they were downloading, or not downloading, they were watching channels from all over the world um, and they were also able to get a lot of channels illegally <laughs> like channels that you're supposed to subscribe to and get on cable anyway, if anybody knows I'd be curious, so those big satellite dishes that are like 6 feet in diameter do people still use those? Can you can you still subscribe to channels with that? Do they still even work? Alright, so I was talking about market research so you know the top market you want to be in. You need to know inside of that market what are the top zip codes to target. And I've done another podcast on this before in the past. You should go look at it. If you go to realestateinvestingmastery.com, go to the search box and just do a search for zip codes. Uh, I did a podcast called Finding the Best Zip Codes to Target. And look at that because I just walked through step-by-step step the easy freeway to find in a county where all the investor activity is okay now you can do it for free but I'm going to suggest you actually buy that list and study it and analyze it that's a list that you need to it's it's valuable really really valuable you need to look at that list and look at a couple things number one what price are people buying homes for um, who are the homes where I mean where who are the people that are buying those homes these are all investor transactions right and you know they're investor transactions because they're absentee owners. So don't worry necessarily if they're cash buyers or not. It doesn't matter if they're cash buyers or if they're financing it. They're absentee owners. They're buying houses. I usually do like a search for under $100,000. And I'm looking for where are they buying? Who are, who, are they, who are the buyers that are buying these properties? And really importantly is how much are they paying for them, right? So you could look at an average dollar per square foot that these guys are buying their properties at. If you see an investor has bought 10 properties in these areas, what is his average price that he's buying these houses for? And what are the, what's the average dollar per square foot? Once you know this information, guys, I mean, it's power. I mean, you don't, you don't have to worry about finding comps anymore because you know what buyers are paying for these properties. So it makes it super easy within minutes when you're looking at a deal and you're evaluating it all you have to do is go to your market research that you did earlier and find out what buyers are paying for these properties. And you can make offers with really good confidence. Okay, now I, I granted, yes, there are things you need to look at in regards to repairs and what kind of condition is it in, is it already rented and all that. But it's a general rule of thumb. If you just want to be a have a quick and dirty way where your virtual assistant can make offers for you, um, find the top 10 zip codes in a certain market and then find the average dollar per square foot by bedroom maybe in that market and just have your VA make offers in that price range. Simple as that. All right, so I'm going to break this up into two parts. That's part one, which is only the one step, wasn't it? <laughs> I have like five or six steps I wrote down here. Uh, but that's the most important is the market research, okay? Simple system scale. All right, I'm out of here.
We'll do part two in just a minute.